This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, Grocerinos. Brian and I are ecstatic you're enjoying this little spinoff pod about the place we all buy food. We are on the road to 3,000 Patreons, and once we hit that number, we'll be releasing a new season of groceries. But becoming a supporter of our work gets you so much more than that. Ad-free episodes and access to our bonus episodes of Columbo, Dateline, and Dolls. Enjoy season three of groceries starting now, free from behind the paywall, and join us on over at patreon.com slash attitudes for more content. See you in the aisles. Strong and passionate. Kakia's zest for life is the antidote to passivity. Cardamom and high-altitude Arabica coffee conjures her powers of seduction and whets your shameless appetite. Oh, you go. From the back of Kakia Chocolate Bars by Red Fallhammer, Brooklyn-based Austrian chocolate empress. Welcome to season three of Groceries. Aaron, that was erotic, a feminist manifesto, powerful, gorgeous. This coffee, my God. You can think. Actually, it's a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said Arabica or Arabica. Yes, or yes, yes, yes. So it's cardamom. Arabica? Okay. Plus Arabic. I don't know. I don't know. Coffee beans. Yeah. And seduction. And by the way, wets wets your shameless appetite is spelled W-H-E-T-S. Of course. Now, I have a question. Mm -hmm. What? I wonder where the origin of selling women chocolate as something sexy began. Some, some. Because there is a connection. There's all the chocolate ads have like sexy chocolates you know, appealing to women. What about that? Was there not like a thing that like oysters and chocolate women. are the are are the are the food clitoris? As Ramona Singer would say, they're aphrodisiacs. Mm-hmm. But who started that's that? Right. See, that's a diamonds are forever. That's a full De Ooh, Beers. They situation. are though, honey. You can't get rid of a diamond, baby. Oh, did we? I wish this show covered diamonds. Didn't De Beers start the whole one month salary thing about diamond? That's how much your wedding ring should be. That you oh, purchase and then like maybe or three no, I think that was not to beers. I think it was uh, Coors Light. Mm. Every kiss was. begins with Coors. Coors. That's right. If you don't give your uh, significant other a wedding ring fashioned out of a Coors Light can, did you give her him or her anything? I I <laughs> wish my I wish my big old lady hands fit into those tabs. They're yeah. too big. Hell yeah, Aaron. 
For Here those we are. of you who don't remember, season three, back in it. For those of you who don't remember, on groceries, we cover it all. The stores, the carts, how strong is the AC? Probably too strong. The music. The history. The aisles, the width, the history, the feedback, the Yelp reviews, the Instagram, everything. Well, um, uh, so I always snap into French. French. I, it's yes, so yes, funny yes. how that happens. So uh, this week, I went to... Um, Oh God! Sorry, it's when I travel that this has. So I was in New York. Uh, New York. New York. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it here? Mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. And so it's just funny when you travel how you pick up the French accent. Yeah. Did you go to Kroger? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I went to the landmark grocery store, the gem of the Upper West Side, <laughs> Fairway Market. Fairway Market on Seventy Fourth and Broadway. It is a legend. It is like the Upper West Side staple. It was one of the first sort of small business boutique supermarkets in the game in Manhattan. Um, It has opened many locations since, and I'll talk about the history in a second, but has closed most of them down, has sold many of them off to different uh, companies like Amazon. And uh, and still five remain. But all the stores, I think at their peak... They had like a dozen all in the tri-state area. So uh, New York, New Jersey, um, and in New York, Manhattan, Queens, all over the place. So uh, here is a little bit of the history of Fairway. It was started in the 30s as a, mar- you know, um, a stand, a fruit and vegetable stand. Hello, like little- my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. Ten That's years after a that. Ra- That's right. Four years after the Great Depression, 10 years after that. It was founded by a guy named Nathan Glickberg. And it was a sensation. Even just the fruit and vegetable stand was a sensation. It was high quality produce and, you know, was the hit of the post Gatsby world. You know what I mean? Like once the flappers grew out their hair, they were like, let's go to fair. You know, they grew up like the hippies did. And then all of a sudden became anti-vaxxers and were like, let's go to fairway. And they were like, so, I just want a shiny apple. What do I say? What do I do? Listen, I, uh, as I grow older, my tastes get worse, but also my impatience gets higher. I love an apple that's shiny and hard on the outside and mealy on the inside. Mealy that's on the, my absolutely. generation. I want to be able to, if I don't have a mirror handy, I want to be able to shave my face in an apple, but then eat it. And when I eat it, I want it to crumble in my mouth. I want applesauce on the inside and apples jerky on the outside. Yes, absolutely correct. So uh, founded in 1933 by Mr. Glickberg in 1954, the father-son team of Nathan and Leo expanded the store, created what became the fairway we know today. But really, I think we can low-key say that it was Leo's wife who probably did this, who, by the way, whose name is not mentioned in any of their literature. They talk about Nathan, they talk about Leo, and Leo's wife is what she's called. So anyway, I don't know Leo's Leo's wife his, wife's history, but she did name the store, and I think there's more to that than they're saying. Also, at the very least, she deserves to say her, they for her to, them to say her first fucking name. I couldn't agree more. So this was the beginning of the flagship store on Broadway and West 74th Street, which is the one oh. I... Oh, yeah. New what? York. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, I used to live off 76 in Broadway. Oh, is that true? Yeah. So you were two blocks down. Did you ever go there? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I must have. Wait a minute. Is it on 
76th mostly? No. Oh, it's on Broadway. It's on, um, no, it is, yeah, no, it's on Broadway. It's on Broadway, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I went to another On grocery Broadway. I went to another grocery store that was on a street, not an avenue. And, I, and I'll never know what it is, but it was two stories, and I remember there was an escalator. Fun. The fun stories from New York. I live by Isn't the that, gap, that and I went so to a two-story. That is so quintessentially New York. You know what I mean? An escalator. I did all the New York things. I would walk down to Lululemon. I, I would work this. out at Equinox. All the things you can only do in New York. Yes. So the store kept expanding after this flagship store happened. Uh, all of a sudden, people were coming from all over town because it was just known as having the best variety of food and also the best quality of food. And according to them, the flagship, this is a quote, the flag flagship store took over the space next door which is a cute rhyme for children and by the mid 1980s talk of fairway market which by the way we left 50 years by the so really <laughs> i guess it happen. was a slow burn and by the mid 1980s talk of fairway market was reaching a fever pitch all over town and beyond is this from their website this is from their website oh, okay. i have stuff from wikipedia too but i always like their version of yes events, you know what i mean revisionist history yep uh, but they were known as offering really unique things for a grocery store, imported things for a grocery store, and um, really catering to their neighborhood and making sure there were local vendors selling things in there and all this sort of thing. Uh, and I will say that they that still exists. Like if you go to the pasta sauce section, nine-tenths of it is stuff that's made in Little Italy. And you know what I mean? For your pasta sauce. It doesn't that's really carry. That's so cool. Which is very cool. And it, it's that way with a lot of different things. Now, what's interesting about this store is that sort of thing, the local flavor of it all, is really the second story, which is like the organic stuff and the little bit boosted up a little, like a little high, I guess, higher end, you could say, or a little more local. Whereas the uh, first floor is a, t is a Kroger. It's just a typical, much smaller though, but it's just a typical, you'll get your Tide there. You'll get, you know what I mean? You'll just, that's where that, you'll get your... Uh, 409 bags, there. yes. Ziploc bags. It's all down there. So what I will say is, if this is your neighborhood grocery store and you go there for the first floor, that means not only do you have money to burn, but you're stupid. Because the prices of those things are higher than they are at any other grocery store in town, practically. Like, you can go to Key Foods, which is not far from there, and get those basic items for half the price. Why so, is it so expensive at at, at fair it, fair just, shake? Just a higher markup. I'm sure their lease is insane. Who knows? I don't know, yeah. but it just is like it whole, you know what I mean? Like it uh, there's a few things like that. Like at Gelson's it's like that yes. out here where like you if you get detergent at Gelson's versus getting detergent at a different supermarket, it the price difference is like sometimes 6-7. But who has the are you serious? Yes. But honestly, who has the time to go to two grocery stores? Well, see, that's the thing. By the way, I feel like that's becoming the norm. To go to two or three grocery stores? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you go to Trader Joe's, there's no chance you're not also hitting up another grocery store. Well, because I don't like their produce at Trader Joe's. Same with Joe's. Whole Foods. But yeah, I exact, love the frozen exactly. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is right. Uh, so their whole thing is we've got food. We love food lovers. Food, lover lo food lovers love us. So they have slogans that they're just slamming home. The first slogan this market had was fairway, like no other market, which is like cute. I like it. But then, honey, I don't know when this happened. I assume the 80s, 90s, early aughts. All of a sudden, the slogan became like no other market. 
And below that, let the fooding begin. And below that, we're talking on the same sign. Like no other market. Below they that, added, let, they added. Yep. We're on the on some of the signs. So on the main sign, it just says fairway, like no other market. But in the signs, like around the store and like on the windows, you know what I mean? Fairway, like no other market. Let the fooding begin. The place to go fooding. Fairway supermarket, like no other market. That's the order that these things go in on the same placard. So they've added. Who some needs other the ones. credit of ha- having to having come up with all these? Like someone's like, exactly. no, I want all my work on the same page. Exactly. So uh, they are really well known for donating to the community and for uh, donating thousands of pounds of groceries to uh, people who need it and for partnering with local food banks they are considered very charitable Uh, they donate to food bank for new york city and city harvest Uh, they donate a lot of food during the holidays as well they also have a long-standing commitment to the frontline workers following 9-11 that i think they still abide by um which is sort of they take stuff to the firehouses and and that kind of thing and also uh, they are very, very green. So everything like that comes into their store, new and dumb, but everything that comes into their store, it has to be on a recycled pallet or a recycled box, or they do a lot of upcycling. They also do a lot of waste to water, uh, which is like, if you have stuff that isn't, I think, stuff that has water in it, like, I don't know, old fruit or vegetables or whatever, they tur- they somehow take it to a plant that turns it into drinking water or something like that. So, uh, by the way, now it totally makes sense why they're so expensive if they're doing all these initiatives because that true. stuff costs a lot of money. That ain't, that ain't free, okay? That's true. And also the heat and uh, fridge stuff that's generated in fairway is reclaimed to heat like the stuff that comes from the refrigerator refrigerator and freezer section yeah is reclaimed to heat the store's aisles uh and also to heat like for hot water and stuff for like the delis and all that sort of thing that's incredible yeah so they are trying to put a hot tub in the middle of the store what are they doing couldn't agree more so now i'll go through my experience there okay got off the subway walked on over hop skip and a jump from I think I, th- I took the two uptown, if I'm going to be honest with you. And I started. Why would you upstairs. lie about what train you took? <laughs> I just needed to add some credibility so that people I would took know the four I actually and the five. Went. Just kidding. I took the L. Ah, exactly. So I started on the second floor. And the first thing I saw when I walked up those sweet little stairs was the cafe. This is where I'm at for a cafe because I wanted a cup of coffee. So that I could be really alert during. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. In those aisles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the cafe, I got it uh, like an oat milk latte or something. But the cafe menu was incredible. It was mostly drinks. On it, though, was like sodas, all this. But you could also get a root beer float. You could get an egg cream. You could get a Shirley Temple. You could get an Arnold Palmer. You could get a lemon mint fizz. They would just what? make Did these Did you try any of those? Right in front of you. You know, I didn't. I really wanted to get a Shirley Temple, but I knew that it was going to be a sugar-filled day for me because after Fairway, I went to Zabar's and got a bunch of desserty stuff, which I'll cover on another episode. But so I was trying to really limit mm. how crazy I was going to be that day mm-hmm. and how hard I was going to cry that night. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you, this barista at that cafe was so personable, so sweet, 
so friendly and knowledgeable, explained everything happening in that cup of coffee. It was their own coffee. It was the Fairway brand because they're also known for their really extensive bulk coffee section and they grind it for you right there and they do the roasting there and all of this. So they use their own coffee, which makes sense. Uh, also on the second floor after I uh, released myself from was the, the cafe, coffee good? So good. That is the so first good. I have yet to have a good grocery store coffee. So you're saying I agree. I'll tell you the other on one, and we'll get there. Is Zabar's? Mm-hmm. I would not go there just for the coffee. There's so many cafes in New York. You know what I mean? But that's what I've heard. Um, yeah. If, um, cafe in English is like coffee shop. Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? And Nescafe is like. You know, means in English, Jean-Luc. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, okay. I know. I remember Designer Imposters Coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. What was that so waiter's I'll- name? Jean-Luc. I dare someone to YouTube that. You're never going to find it. If you don't know what we're talking about, you'll never know. Never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. So also on the second floor is their cooking school, which I want to say, I'm making it sound like this is a supermarket, like an H-E-B or a Wegmans or something enormous. It isn't. It's not that big of a grocery store, but they call themselves the best cooking uh, school in Manhattan. I don't know if that's true. I'm not taking a class to find out either, okay? I have so- I'm not here for months. I'm here for days. Absolutely. My schedule is chock-a-block with necessary appointments. I cannot possibly- I'm going to one subway, to another grocery store, to another subway, to another grocery store. I don't have time. Oh, I forgot to mention the receipt I got after I paid for my coffee at the cafe. Because, you know, it's one of those things you have to pay at the cafe and then you can shop. Aaron, when I tell you it was the deepest, darkest, freshest ink I have ever seen. And the fairway logo is a black background in white letters on only on the receipts because the receipts are in black and white. When I tell you this receipt was the contrast between the white and the black was actually stunning. I've never seen in my life a grocery store receipt that had that sort of tone, ink and clarity. And did you have do you have it? I do. I'll, po- I'll post it on the IG, I but I, do you want me to show wait. you right now? Yes. Oh, it'll take me a million years. You to took find a picture. It, well, I'll, I'll just imagine it in my brain. But yeah, I, I, but it, I, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt that this is impressive. You have to. <laughs> I understand why the you the fact that you're me. even mentioning it. I know it has to be true. Not like one of your subway lies. Like I know this has to be true. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's it's impactful. Uh, so I'm showing Aaron right now, mm-hmm. right? It's impactful. Like it's something you it's Chris. you remember. Yeah. It's Chris. Good job. And they only they, waste the ink on the logo. That's true. That's true, but that logo is like, yeah, I just I just shopped at fucking Fairway, dude. Why don't you go pump me up with a deadweight bully pin? Is this a Andy Warhol show or a Fairway receipt? You be the judge. <laughs> exactly. Okay. The second floor had all of my dreams coming true at once because it had all of my newest discoveries for my palette that I have incorporated into my life during the pandemic. And I can't find them in any other stores. Have you heard of Bada Bean Bada Boom? Have you heard of these? So these are 
sort of like corn nuts, except they're fava beans packed with protein. And by the way, they don't call them fava beans anymore. Did you know this? They call them broad beans. Yes, but it's like, come on, we're, we're why are we all lying to each other? But literally, because the, the reason they changed the name was literally because of Silence of the Lambs. Like that was literally the like fact based. That was the reason because they were like people associate fava beans now with cannibalism. So the like the bean lobby was like, we have to call them. Something but jokes else. on them. Children don't know that. Anybody under 30 has no fucking idea. They're just like, it's fava and beans. children love broad beans slash fava beans. So they're getting fooled left, right, and center at all times. Kids are the biggest bean nerds you'll ever meet. Ever meet. But I got to tell you, bada bean, bada boom. I just order them on Amazon. I hate to say it, but I do. The snack packs. When I tell you they're packed with protein, they're so fucking delicious. The original, the barbecue, the garlic are my absolute favorites. They have a sriracha one. It's a little too sweet for me. And they they sort of are like big corn nuts. Like they're really crunchy yes. like that. They're Do they so crack your, fucking your good. dental work? They're not as intense as corn nuts, but yeah, they are like, they could. They could. So proceed with caution. So great for ex-smokers. But they're the only, absolutely. But they're the only grocery store I've ever seen them in like live. It's from the same company that does that like enlightened ice cream, which I'm not a fan of. Um, but it's that same company because but these are like actually natural and they're not like this is pretend ice. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, you're like, idea. they're like, this is just a snack instead of this is pretending to be something else. My f- new favorite sparkling water that I originally had at Descanso Gardens right in good old L of A, well, uh, specifically La Cunada, is called Sanzo, which they sell at Fairway. S-A-N-Z-O. When I tell you their sparkling water flavor of lychee will change your life, I actually fucking mean it. So just get on that. I like, just bought the syrup, the fruit in the syrup, because I oh, want to see oh, what it oh, tastes like with, with mezcal. I don't oh think God. it's going to be good, but I remember- Really? That sounds kind of good. Do you remember Jenny used to make those those cocktails with the, yes. with the syrup? I, yes. I saw those and I thought of her and I go, shall I do something with these? And the answer Shut is, up. sure, I'll put it right in my drawer and forget I about love, it. I love asking yourself a question that starts with, shall I? That's so fancy, Aaron. Well, I do have a handkerchief on. Yeah, that, that is true. If the shoe fits. For my diners, yes. Correct. So they also had, the next thing I saw was the beer section packed with all these local craft beers with absolutely stunning artwork on the cans. And they had those like soft labels. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like the Coors Light Aluminum. They have that like paperish label. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like screen printed sort of. And soft. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it was soft beer cans from places like the Bronx Brewery, the Threes Brewing, which had a gorgeous orange and blue can that I will never get over. I'll post it. A brand called Save the Robots East Coast IPA. They also had something which I should have bought. And honestly, I'm going back to New York so I can give you an update on what this is because it sounds like a gimmick, but it also sounds kind of good in a really fucked up way. There's something called the Duclaw Brewing Company's Sour Me Unicorn Unicorn Farts Glittered Sour Ale. There's so many concepts. So many concepts. Duclaw, if you don't know, is the extra finger of a dog. Is that true? Yeah, that's the little Duclaw. It's the little, like, thumb on the side. Sometimes they dangle because they're not functional. Oh. They're like an old, it's like, you know... They say God doesn't make mistakes, but I think in this case, God did. God, take that. Uh, Also, just some standouts in my perusal of the aisles. 
Um, I'm really into that Talenti layers now, the, you know, the gelato, but now it's layers. So it'll be like sprinkles on the bottom, cookies on the top, gelato in the middle. No, I have no idea. This is new. Uh, uh. Oh. Also, it's the perfect size for people who can't stop eating because even if you eat the whole thing, you're like, okay, well, at least it wasn't a It wasn't a all ice yes. cream. It wasn't all ice cream and it's a pint. But yeah, so they do these layers now where it's like a layer of caramel, then a layer of cookie, then a layer of this, then a layer of this, depending on what kind you get. So there's only two layers of gelato and the rest is like mix-ins sort of, but they're layered and it's so pretty. So you can get your spoon Dunk it all the way in, scoop it out, and you get all. Of the, it's like a seven-layer dip. You get all of those layers in one. It's like a trifle. Incredible. And by the way, I love those containers because I use them to organize stuff now that I have a garage. Oh, <laughs> So yeah. I put like nails and like safety pins and rubber bands. Sure. You know, my children's Delicious. teeth when they fall out. They are. Uh, Oh, that's great. That's good. Just a Talenti gelato pint full of teeth. That's wonderful, Aaron. It's beautiful. They also had a brand of eggs there called Handsome. They were the most expensive eggs, which were $7.99, which is absolutely crazy, obviously. But it wasn't more than the expensive eggs at any other grocery store. Just the label was pretty. I'm not buying them. Believe me. They also had, and the only other grocery store I've ever seen this in is Target. They also have the Almond Breeze almond milk with real bananas have you ever had this no it will change your fucking what do you life. do you make smoothies with it do you drink you it can, straight? i drink it plain i drink it plain it's a treat i mean like their normal almond milk i think is like 30 calories a cup this one's like 60 calories a cup so you know you don't want to like but you don't need it it's like it's basically like a delicious eggnog that's not eggnog i bet you it's could bananas. put it in the freezer and, and then bring it out you and have a absolutely lice, could licey not licey icy sure. drink a, a nicey icy for sure it is so fucking good mm. so if you ever see the yellow carton it's only in the fridge check section it's not shelf stable that specific one because it's real bananas it is so would you freaking. freeze it and yes. then put grape nuts on it I'm not even Absolutely. joking. I would freeze it and put different kind of berries on it. Strawberry, blueberry, you know what I mean? Like any kind of berry. You know what I mean? Rasp. Rasp. I would put rasp, blue, straw, any of those on there. My other discovery Marian? was some... Marion Goose. My other discovery there is something called, and this is not my fucking thing, but I heard this on a different podcast, someone talking about this thing. So I was like, all right, I'll try it because it was on Shark Tank, I guess. I'm not a smoothie in a bottle kind of guy. That's just not my thing. But I'd been hearing talk, 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 gossip, 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 about something called the genius smoothie, which is just like a little tiny bottled smoothie with someone who looks like Albert Einstein on the cover. Mm -hmm. And it's all like coconut water-based smoothie. I have to tell you, also in the fridge section, fucking delicious. They what? come in. What else is in it? It's just like coconut meat, coconut water, and like, vanilla and cinnamon it does it taste like that coconut smoothie that we used to get at earth bar sort of sort of coconut bliss or something yes a little a different texture than that because it's not frozen it's refrigerated do you oh, know what i mean yeah 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 but i have to say for a bottled smoothie that one was really fucking good i'm just gonna say it they also had now this i've never seen in my life and i think it's offensive aggressive and lame 
So, you know, Silk, like the original soy milk mm-hmm, brand, mm-hmm. right, which, by the way, I think is disgusting. I'm going to say full stop. It's my least favorite milk alternative brand is Silk. By the way, if you put it in coffee, get ready for coffee that tastes like a straight up truck tire. Yep. And by the way, you're not off the hook Almond Breeze vanilla unsweetened almond milk. That shit is straight up. Nast. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for Sorry. saying Sorry. I didn't know if you were going to go there. So I went there. I appreciate that you did. So Silk now has a red and black half gallon of product called Silk Ultra, which is essentially like the packaging looks like soy milk mixed with like monster energy drink. It's for fucking men. And it has 20 grams of protein, which I think is disgusting in a milk. I'm just going to say it. I think that's nauseating. And it is so aggressively packaged. It's like their super protein milk called Silk Ultra. When I tell you, it was like, do you remember those okay sodas that lasted for like five seconds? Yeah. It was like that, except like not metrosexual, like heterosexual. So when beer wants to uh, uh, appeal to women, they call it ultra, like Michelob Ultra, which is like it's lighter. And then when soy milk wants to appeal to men, they go that way. It's like, what is everybody doing? Just make a fucking drink. Couldn't agree more. Also, just a few other hits. They have PB2, which is my favorite. It's not my favorite. PB Fit is my favorite powdered peanut butter brand. Let me just take you on a journey. What is a powdered peanut butter? So literally, it's just ground up peanuts and you put like a couple tables, you can put the, I put them in smoothies, but you can put them in anything if you were doing like, you know, like a Thai food or a peanut dressing or something. Mm. But also if you just mix the peanut butter powder with a little bit of water and stir it up, it's just peanut butter, except it's like, instead of being like 190 calories for two tablespoons, and I hate to get like diety. I just, I'm weird and I eat fake food apparently, but it's not fake. This is just ground peanuts basically. Um, And with a little bit of water, you can get two tablespoons of peanut butter for 70 calories, which is like way less than half of regular peanut butter. Does it taste good? good. So fucking good. You do have to like do a pinch of salt in it um, because it's completely unsalted. But would you roll a banana in it and slice that banana up and then put that on a sandwich? What I do is I do my whipped PB2 burry, which means I take frozen burries and I fold them in to my peanut butter that I have just added water to. And I eat it like ice cream, basically. Oh, yum. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. That sounds so good. It's so fucking good. I'm going to be honest with you. So they had that in the store. Usually they don't. They had the organic kind, the chocolate kind, and the plain kind. They had every kind of Lily's chocolate you could imagine. Now, Lily's is like a keto thing. I am not keto. I hate who I am right now. (laughs) But it's basically an eat-the-bar chocolate. So if you get one of those big bars from like Lint, you can eat the entire thing of the specific extra dark chocolate because it's practically sugar-free and it doesn't hurt my stomach. So I don't know what they fucking do to it. But they have so many different kinds of it. Now, this you can find in grocery stores. Speaking of chocolate, you know, I'm owed some chocolate treats from you. I'm getting it. Don't you worry for one minute, baby, 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 baby. You come suckle on this teat and... you know what? I don't like who I am. No, no. I, I, I'm I, here for this version. All I'm saying is this. I'm going, all that to say, I'm sending you a box right after we get off of this. Just I'm so not you know, even lying. It's a C's chocolate 
popsicle. No. I'm, it's a lollipop. Lollipop, sorry. But I'm sending you the mixed bag of them so you can try them all because they're Because, honey, good. aren't I? Excuse me. No, you're mixed nuts. Oh. The time has come, okay? It might be the dead of winter. Okay, January can be a very downer time because you've just had the holidays, you've had so much stress, and maybe you wanted some time off and it didn't actually come. Now, though, is the time to start planning an adventure on a glorious beach filled with glorious pride where you can make the most of it. Plan and you can look for you have something to look forward to. That's what we have to do in the winter. Who is planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Okay. If you've never been before, if it's your first time, if you go every year, it doesn't matter. You deserve to enjoy life. You could take pride in where you travel when you go there. And it's always an adventure there, truly. Provincetown is so welcoming to everyone. It embraces diversity. It's the place where cultural, cultural diversity has a place. It's something for everyone there. Glamour, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, an absolute unique experience where everyone is welcome. Not to mention, it's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. You can see all kinds of comedy shows, go to great dinners, bike, do everything. Plus, it's queer. Okay? It is LGBTQ+++++. Plus, 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 plus. So go be yourself this summer. Plan something fabulous for yourself. There's fun theme weeks Every week for everyone who's LGBTQ+, like Pride, Girl Splash, Bear Week, Family Week, Carnival, Trans Week, the whole thing. So go to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown, ptowntourism.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, I do want to say this. They have absolutely the foggiest freezers and refrigerators in the game. Every single one, every single one was fogged to the max. You had to open everything to see what was in there because everything was illegible in every single one. I don't know if they don't have anti-fog on there. I don't know if it's just because it's Manhattan and the doors are constantly being opened. Is it I a don't green know. thing? Possibly, actually. No, you're probably right. Probably if a if a grocery store fridge and freezer is literally never foggy it's not natural but how about don't but do i don't care don't do glass just do cut like do copy paste um you know just paste everything on the outside this is what's in absolutely here. or do one of those things like if you're at a county fair and you could put your face on like the cowgirl's body you know what i mean just have like a little vent where you lift up the covering and stick your face in and look around and then come back. And if someone takes a picture on the other side, that's a bonus. With those we don't plastic flaps, you know what I mean? You like push Correct. your face through. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. I love this That idea. would be my suggestion. You're an innovator, Brian. I'll say it. Thank you. They had the most stunning olive bar I've ever seen, which, by the way, includes Wegmans, which I already thought was stunning enough. But this, and I'll post this online, their olive bar was absolutely beautiful, along with... A fresh pickle bar, which I am a pickle slut. Everyone knows it. Their pickle bar was absolutely stunning with so many different varieties of pickles. They had the bulk coffee roaster bar that also looked great. 
There were so many things I wanted to try in the prepared foods specifically. And I, I don't know if this is year round or because I was there uh, over Rosh Hashanah, but they had in the prepared food section, delicious looking potato latkes, a kosher beef brisket that just in like a little box. So you could just heat it up for your meal. Mm. Chicken schnitzel. Mm. All of this stuff was kosher. They even had really things that um, I've never tried. Like they had prepared gefilte fish and simis and all this stuff. What's simis? It's like a, I guess the closest thing would be sometimes it's with meat, sometimes it isn't, but it's almost like a carrot salad, but like a warm one. Yum. Um, it looks so good. I've just never tried it. I should at some point. Uh, well, you didn't have a fridge. Exactly. That's the other thing. I didn't have a fridge. They had an incredible cheese section. They have a caviar and smoked salmon bar. Tiger, they also had language. a pie that I want. Exactly. A caviar. A smoked salmon. Yes, that's. Uh, okay. My middle name. When I hear about smoked salmon somewhere, I come yeah, a-running. I love it. They had a British section. If you want absolutely disgusting looking canned rice pudding, that's your stop. Or those Heinz beans, go right there for it. Uh, shout out to all the British people. I love you and I love your food. But Z- do you love their yes. food? I've never had one good meal in London. Really? I've had so many. Were they Were they British places? No, I guess Uh not. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Right. So. (laughs) Well, I have never had one good British meal in London. That might be true for me That's not true, Maybe we're going to the wrong place. Yes. I'm sorry. Dave Holmes did take me to a pub and I had Sunday roast and it was amazing. That was one place. I'm like melting thinking about it. But by the way, that's not a place that I would have known about. He just happened to be in the know. It wasn't like a tourist place. It was like, oh, you got to know how the people do it. Now, the things I want to try there that I obviously couldn't are there's a tortilla chip there in a black bag with white font that's totally 90s where like they're trying to underplay everything. And the brand is called Dreams Aren't This Good. Tortilla chips. I, that is a, I'm telling you, that is a brand that I will buy sight unseen like a fucking idiot because marketing works on me. Because I honestly think, I honestly think they will. Ha- they have to be the best tortilla chips in, you can buy in a grocery store. And were in they? New York. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't buy those. I didn't try them. That'll fridge, be. Yeah. Exactly. Also, they had something called a melt away pie from a brand called Zon- Zomix. When I tell you, this had like a little crumb thing in it. It had chocolate shards on it. I couldn't tell what was in all these layers. All I know is you put it in the oven. What? And the entire top melts. And become something absolutely chocolatey, silky, and delicious. But it's a whole pie you have to buy. You can't get like a slice. But then what happens if the chocolate melts and then what? It's just a gooey it mess? It sinks into the pie. Oh. Yeah. Is my guess. If anyone's had the Zomics Meltaway pie, tell me if it's worth it or not. Because I'm not above taking a pie, asking a hotel to see if they have a microwave. <laughs> Can you please put this pie to be baked in your microwave? Thank you so much. Yeah, one fork. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, call a friend up in, in New York and say, I'm coming over with the pie. Deal with me. The star of the show is something that my friend Stephanie introduced me to. But it's the first time I've seen them in a grocery store. She has, she orders them online. Something called, I think, Kedem or Kedem, K-E-D-E-M. This was also in the kosher section. Vanilla tea biscuits. These are, this is what I love, when something is crunchy, crisp, smooth, thin, 
with a hint of sweetness. It's like a macaroon that has a crispy edge kind of feel. But it's not it's not thick at all. It's like a crispy mm. little tea cookie. And it's so by the way, it comes in a giant thing. The whole you can eat the whole thing, no problem. It's so fucking good. They're probably like a dollar ninety-nine. They're the best fucking thing. Do you you'll dip ever them in have. tea? Would you dip them no, in a hot I, tea or a coffee? I do I do straight up cookie monster. Crumbs falling down my apron. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like that's a Dorito situation where you can't just have one. Which by the way, I could just have one Dorito. I can't just have one Kadem vanilla tea biscuit. So that was Fairway. Now, quickly, I just want to get into the reviews here. I was shocked to go on Yelp and see that they only had three stars or three and a half, maybe, because I just figured like, God, this was such a nice experience. I agree that things are expensive there, but things are expensive all over New York. And listen, don't go to Fairway if you want a bargain price. Don't do it. It's not that store for you. You know what I mean? Um, That's not what they're catering to. Uh, Their Yelp reviews are so absolutely bonkers because it's left by the people who they are fucking catering to which are the people with some of the best property in Manhattan who cannot be inconvenienced for longer than 0.1 seconds, who are so afraid of anything taking away from their property value. Like if there, if there is a cardboard box outside that fairway, they're going to fucking hear about it. They will call the manager up. So you're now, these ruining are the neighborhood. You're ruining too. the neighborhood. These are probably people too who lived in New York in the 70s when it was a straight up trash receptacle. Probably, yeah. These people have probably been there forever. One Yelp review said the service is the same, bored to surly. If I hadn't craved homemade popping corn tonight, I wouldn't have gone out of my way. Okay. Someone else literally left 10 straight Yelp reviews that have been updated for a period of four years. Just stop going. A place to volunteer with that time. Go to another grocery store or do something better with their time. So I'll just read a few of these. We must work together to close this rude, dirty, abusive store. This weekend, I again asked them to remove their empty pallets, broken shopping carts, and unloaded food from the Broadway curb and sidewalk. It was blocking us from crossing and had attracted rats. No, it wasn't. And by the way, the whole city is full of rats. Uh, That's all it is. The customer service girl told me, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. I like this person. Love it. Who hires these these people? The manager told me her name is Yvette! Exclamation point. I don't know why she's so passionate about that. He also told me that they own the sidewalk. Really? I've tried 311 in sanitation. No luck. This seems to be a food conglomerate. They took over Fairway and may be named Wakefern. Very vague, which is true. A company called Wakefern did take them over and Wakefern also owns. In the 90s? ShopRite. Yeah. And ShopRite is like the store brand at uh, Fairway. Like the Fairway is not necessarily the store brand, but like the bargain brand is ShopRite. Um. They behave like uncivilized thugs. They descended on us and have done more damage than any virus could. How low has the Upper West Side sunk? Oh, God. We can't even get rid of a mobbed up, low class food store. What decade are we living in? Can you Well, I do think that she has described the accurate decade because no one seems to give one fucking pizza rat what she thinks like that's the thing is the decade is now because no one cares and all you can do is scream into the void of the internet 
Because no one is actually taking you seriously when you go in and start your fucking, you know, Karen rants. Another update. We're astonished and disturbed and angry. Are they aware that our streets have become their unloading zone? The entire front block (laughs) of Fairway on Broadway has pallets of products, cardboard bundles of trash. And yes, the rats still notice. We live here. This can't be legal. I complained to various managers. It hasn't helped. Of course she did. Yeah. The next stop, the New York Post. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Another update. It's time to give our neighborhood a clean, decent, courteous supermarket. What is this person's name? Does it have her name? It's like CBX or something. I'm sorry. I shouldn't gender. This is. I do think this is a woman. (laughs) Oh, I, I absolutely think so. Yet another incident, a new manager brought in from Douglaston. I don't know what that means. Recently, a man at the counter deli, his badge had no name, of course, and he was rude. I decided to complain to the latest manager. The help in the store is so rude and inept. The help. The help. There you, Aaron, there you go. There you fucking go. Do they have any experience with other food stores? Or better yet, he ought to be a secret shopper and experience, but we've had to tolerate at this awful market. Another update. Worse than ever. Every time I buy watermelon, it's rotten. Again, I'm returning it. I hope taking one bite is not dangerous. Doesn't the Board of Health inspect Fairway? Who has time for this? She does. (laughs) She absolutely does. It's a new age now, and we have so many choices. This isn't one. Well, then go uh, to one of them. Another update. By the way, no one has commented on I'm her. So mad. I'm so mad at this person. No one has commented on her any of her posts. Another update. Avoid it. Do yourself a favor. They're a completely different store now. They removed the kitchen, and everything is shipped in. The cooked salmon's raw and mushy. I returned all of the above, and will no longer buy at the deli counter. Too bad. It was a great place. When? When you didn't want to cook. They fired cashiers, so now the lines are long in the store, which is true. I don't know if they fired cashiers, but I will say the store lines are insanely long. But they're long at every grocery store there. I've never been in a grocery store in Manhattan that I didn't have to wait like 55 fucking minutes to check and out. And San Francisco at. and Los Angeles, specifically West Hollywood and Silver Lake. Yep. Why did greed win here? So disappointing. I predict they'll go bankrupt. And that will be the end of my once favorite place. So that's what? really what's bringing the reviews down. Because I was sort of surprised. Is just people with nothing better to do than to notice if a piece of garbage is on their corner. And who flip out about it. And want a store shut down for it. And also call workers there to help. So for that, I'm giving the clientele a negative rating. I'm giving the people who work there a very positive rating and the store a really fun experience. Would I shop there all the time? Absolutely not. It is too expensive. But do they have some cool things going on there? And is it fun to visit like a landmark New York grocery store? Of course. So overall, I'm going to give this 7 out of 10. Cotton candy grapes. 7.5. 7.5. 7.5. I can't wait to to hear where we go next. I can't either. I can't. I mean, I actually know where we're going next. I do absolutely know what's happening next. I can't wait to hear it. I gotta say, it's so fun being back in the cart. You know what I mean? 
watching the runway stroll as we put our groceries on the conveyor belt, watching them. It's like fashion week every time we see our groceries come down. And um, I'm just thrilled that we're doing this again. Until then, see see you you in in the the aisles. aisles.